Pittsburgh Steelers fans. This is Dave Schofield, editor behind the Steel Curtain, coming at you with a recap of Mike Tomlin's press conference on Tuesday, September 28th. It was the recap from the Steelers' Week 3 loss to the Bengals. It was looking forward to the Steelers' Week 4 game against the Green Bay Packers. And it was pretty safe to say the tone was much different from the post-game press conference. If you listen to that, uh, you would have a much better idea of what I'm talking about. Coach Tomlin was obviously frustrated with the things that went down during the game on Sunday. And, you know, after stepping back, looking at things, having to to move past it to move forward because the NFL train doesn't slow down for anyone. The Steelers have to get prepared for week four rather than dwell on everything that just happened. And Coach Tomlin was ready to do that. He actually mentioned three points of focus uh, for the team to improve. I thought this was pretty neat that he outlined this. Um, he said, first is the schematically, they have to improve. They have to play to the strengths of their players and to minimize the weaknesses that they have in their players. That's something they need to to improve. That was number one. So after schematically, they need to they need to improve technically, meaning that players need to get better at the things that they do individually, their technique and things of that nature. Um and part of what number three does can tie back some some of times can tie back to this number two because that was intellectually that they have to play smarter and it's it's about things like penalties but it's also beyond that so they're you're, they're talking about the schematic and the things that you know the coaches and everything have set up for that you know the players technically being better and just and intellectually playing smarter things like that. Uh, that was what Coach Tomlin outlined to start the press conference. Um, he says they are not ready to push the panic button yet. Um, you know, it's three games in. He, he's not saying it's three games in. He's like, it's not push the panic button. They still have things to do to to get this team back on the right path. He says he's not resistant to change, there, but they are they're not going to rush out and just make changes. You know, I, I've said it before, change for the sake of change doesn't necessarily mean an improvement. Um, and Steeler fans need to need to recognize that, that just changing things because something needs to be different doesn't mean it's going to be any better. So the Steelers and, and their coaching staff and the front office, everything, you know, kind of taking the calm approach of let's see what we can get done to fix this. So Coach Tomlin said, you know, they've got to make the necessary adjustments, not wholesale changes, but you also have to adjust things in order um, to, to do what you need to do. He also then outlined the injuries um, like he typically does. Um, he said that Chuksakorafor is in the concussion protocol, so working through the po- protocol was going to be um, everything that goes on with him. The protocol is the protocol. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster, he says he expects him to practice this week. He may be limited at the beginning, um, but it's not that he has an injury that they're expecting him to not be available Um to practice and test this week that the same is kind of said between um, Deontay Johnson, TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith. He says they are scheduled to practice this week. The practice is going to be their guide and their availability. So those practice reports coming out on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, once again, very key to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, He also, um, was it um, acknowledge it? Uh, sorry, I'm trying to get the words out. Coach Tomlin 
mentioned this, so because if not, he was going to get asked a bunch of questions about it. He acknowledges that some guys are eligible to return from the IR starting this week. They could start the 21-day process if they are ready to do that. That would mean that a player would practice tomorrow or when the Steelers return to practice. They would have 21 days to then take that player off of IR or keep them on IR for the rest of the season once that practice starts. That's why you don't want to start that practice 21 days if you don't ha- if they're not going to be ready. You you don't want to rush that and say, "Oh, well, let's just practice and see how they do." If they're not going to be ready, then you have then you have to either put them on your roster when they're not ready or you have to put them on IR for the rest of the season. So, if a player uh, this was not coach Tomlin talking, but if someone like Stefan Tuit, who some players have said they they expect him to be gone more long term, if you start practicing him on Tuesday and he's still not going to be ready for another, you know, five weeks, that might not be the the, the smartest thing to do. Also, the Steelers might want to kind of play, you know, with their buy with some of these players if they need to. But if someone's ready and available to come back, wouldn't be shocked to see them practicing tomorrow. So we'll just have to wait and see with those players coming off of IR. That's uh, Zach Banner, Stefan Tuit, and Anthony McFarland are the players eligible to come off of IR. Just as a note, Joshua Dobbs is not one of those players. He went on injured reserve without being on the 53 for a day. He is not eligible to return anything like that. He cannot play for the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2021. Now, moving on to Green Bay, when Coach Tomlin talked about them, um, he says it's tough to play in their house. You know, it's tough to go there and play there. Um, He also said Green Bay is one of those teams you can't turn the ball over, especially in their place, and expect to stay in the game. End of story. He said they turned the ball over three times on the season. It was all in the first game. I'm assuming that Coach Tomlin was giving these stats correctly because I did not verify them myself at this time. That all their turnovers happened in week one. They turned the ball over, bad things happen. They haven't turned the ball over since. They've won games. The exact opposite's the story for the Steelers. They didn't turn the ball over the first week. They won it. They turned the ball over in the, the last two weeks and have come up short. So very important that Coach Tomlin brought that up. Um, he, he brought up... Uh, Deontay Adams, or Devontae Adams, I'm going to mess up his name, Adams, the wide receiver, and he says that he is very foolish. Um, it would be very foolish for the Steelers to try to eliminate him. You just have to try to minimize him. It's not like it's someone you can take out of the game. He's too good of a player. You just have to try to minimize his impact like the Steelers tried to do with like a Darren Waller, and they were able to do, but, you know, successfully with the player, but it doesn't matter if you minimize the player, if it goes to a point where it doesn't help you win the game. So, um, and said how green Bay has such a well-balanced attack with, with everything that they do. So at that point, coach Tomlin opened it up for questions. I'll highlight some of the major questions. I'm not going to try to hit them all for you. Um, because some of them he gave a very brief response and, and basically a non-answer. Um, he was asked about, if the team gave up the end, Tyler Boyd's opinions, things like that. He said, I don't care about what Tyler Boyd said. I don't care about his, his opinions, you know, end of story that that's what it was. If you're not sure um, what that was in reference to, go ahead and check behind the steel curtain.com. Uh, there was an article there on Tuesday morning about the comments that Tyler Boyd had made about the Steelers giving up at the end of the game. Um, on that fourth and play or fourth and play fourth and 10 play, um, 
Coach Tomlin basically said, you know, he said after the game about they had fired all their bullets and they're like, oh, he ran out of plays and everything. He kind of clarified that a little bit today. He's saying it, that play just shows that it wasn't a good day for them. They, they didn't really, things weren't going well. And as a, as a former coach, I understand sometimes when things aren't working, you might have a play sheet of a hundred plays. But if there's just certain things that aren't working for you that day, you look at that play sheet and you're like, I got five things I can do. You know, that's just kind of what happens on a bad day. Um, but this is the NFL, no excuses. Um, they've 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 got to move on for it. But he said that one play was kind of like he didn't use these words, but it, it, it was a snapshot of their day, if you understand what I'm saying. Things weren't going well. Um he was asked about Ben Roethlisberger practicing on Wednesdays and how he doesn't practice on Wednesdays and until the the you know they they get the ship steered in the right direction if that's something that maybe they should do and he gave a very long answer about that with Ben Roethlisberger and basically to sum it up he says Ben Ben needs that time to recover at his age and at his age he's got so much experience and so many throws that he's already made and and everything else that that what it's more important to get a recovered Ben than it is for Ben to take those extra throws and everything. And just to remind people, it's not that he's not at the facility. It's not that he's not at practice. It's not that he's not there learning the game plan and implementing it. It's just that he's not doing it physically, but he's there to do all the mental aspects of it. So it's also a, a chance um, for more preparation for the other quarterbacks. Um. There, he was asked if there was ever a consideration late in the game of going with another quarterback. Um, he, no, was the answer. <laughs> and um, he was saying about you know Ben Roethlisberger with any injury or anything. Um, Coach Tomlin said Ben's you know he's banged up like he is after playing in an NFL game. He says he talks to him Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. He continues to talk to Ben about everything and that how Ben is feeling now is not any really any significant difference than what Ben would normally feel after a game. So it's not anything unusual. He was, Mike Tomlin was then specifically asked about Kendrick Green, who was not brought up in the injuries. He said his understanding at this time is it was more of a bumps and bruises injury, which makes sense because it was reported it was more of a of a knee contusion, um, you know, which is the fancy word for bruise. Um, and that he expects him to be to be available, but for all we know, then he find he might find out later that he's limited or something like that. So Kendrick Greens is expected to be back, but uh, we'll see. Um, Coach Tom was asked about re- um, responding to adversity that this team is going through. It's what they have to do. He says he's actually excited to do it with this group of guys. That's what they have to do. The Steelers have to have to try to come up and, and respond to what's what's happening. Um, that um, he was also asked about the rotating safeties and how, you know, Cam Sutton was kind of back in the dime safety role. There was times Terrell Edmonds came off the field. Coach Tomlin said that that was game plan specific for this week. Coach Tomlin was also asked about how TJ Watt changes the other players on the Steelers defense when he comes to the game. And he wisely answered with what I feel is the truth. It's not how TJ changes our defense. It's how TJ changes the other team's offense. That is exactly correct. The the offense is affected by TJ Watt being on the field. And that's kind of how it, you know, that's how it affects the Steelers defense. So um, about, uh, then there was a quote about Najee Harris, you know, hadn't lost two consecutive games since he was in high school or something of that nature. And coach Tomlin just kind of laughed and said, his response to that is, um, 
welcome to the bigs. That's his answer. You know, that's, that's what happens. You're, you know, these are the things that happens when you have, um, when you get to the professional level, um, just a couple last things. Um, he was asked about Joe Haig, where he came in and played over 30 snaps uh, when Chooks went out with his concussion. Coach Tom said he thought he stepped up well. He said that's the kind of things that they saw in him and why they brought him in, that he's a swing tackle, can play either side, can fill in in a pinch, can even play as the tackle – or sorry, yeah, the tackle eligible as, a, as an extra tight end if needs be. That's what attracted him to him. And um, he didn't confirm this, but it's expected that if Chooks is not back – that Hag would be the next guy up. He didn't really say that because we still don't know anything about, you know, Zach Banner's availability. I don't want to presume that he would be available, but we just don't know at this time. Um, the the last thing that Coach Tom was asked about that 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 I thought is pretty pretty interesting to say. He was asked about his young offensive line, and a lot has been said about the Steelers' offensive line and everything and them coming together. And the question was. What are things that they can expect for them to improve on right away? And what are things that are going to continue to need more time for them to improve? I thought it was a fantastic question, and I thought Coach Tomlin answered it well. He said um, that the knowledge gained from what they do and for what they mess up is something that needs that needs to be done and can be done quickly. Actually having the cohesion to work together as a whole group to do what they need to do that's something that's going to take more time and that, you know, you hope that time is soon, but that is something that could be more long-term. So that's everything with coach Tomlin's press conference this week. Um, Headed to Lambeau for the 425 kickoff on Sunday. Uh, the team's just got to respond. They've got to respond. They've got to step up. They've got to, uh, you know, identify that, you know, they have, they have not hit the mark the last two games and that they have a lot to do if they're going to be able to hit the mark this week on the road in a hostile environment. So uh, make sure that you are checking out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for everything leading up to this next matchup in against Green Bay in Wisconsin at Lambeau Field. And also make sure you're checking out all of our podcasts. We have a whole line of podcasts coming at you, multiple podcasts each day. And we have to finish it up every week by saying, Go Steelers.